So you can't build your businesses around your customers alone. Your business has to have its own core, have its own mission and vision. And then you now look for those customers that you believe can tie into your mission and vision. Unless you just be following the wind. Welcome to another episode of the Yard Business Podcast. This is a bi-weekly dose of friendly business conversations with amazing professionals from across Africa. Our previous episodes with Abiola Wojobi and Tosin Araba were insightful. Go check them out. I am your host, Iye Alaode, and with me today is Temitope Adinawa. Temitope is the founder of APMC, African Product Marketing Community. It is a professional community for product marketers in the African tech space. She's a product marketer with over five years' experience in the marketing industry. Temitope is passionate about building and taking solutions that solve real-life problems to market. Welcome, Temitope. Thank you very much, Ye. As the founder of a prominent community for product marketers, can you tell us about your role and what a typical day is like for you? Interesting, you said prominent. I'm flattered. <laughs> okay, so basically, um, I started APMC because I saw a gap in um, the profession that's product marketing in Africa. So most times, the communities that we had were foreign and there was limited opportunities for we African product marketers that wanted to network, opportunities for jobs and training. They're mostly inclined to the foreign or the global space. So it just left us as at that. So in October 2019, after years of holding back and saying maybe I couldn't do this, I got the buzz and I pushed out. So the, um, when I say the community or the professionals in and African space really accepted it. And I was able to go to the community to so almost 100 members from countries across Africa. I have members that are from Egypt, talking in Google and different top notch tech companies. So yeah, that's, and basically what I do in a day, hmm, a lot of things because I currently wear many hats and I'm currently the only one that runs the community aside from community members that um, volunteered to support me. So from running community events, to growing the communities, to social media, everything, I handle it. So that basically what my typical day is, is growing the community and networking and also positioning us for the global space. Though we are focused on the African tech community, it doesn't mean we don't want to be known in the global space and creating the voice for our professional and for our community. Yeah. So for you to have been able to rise this far, you must have been in the product marketing space for a while now. So how long have you been in practice? I have not been in the product marketing space for a while now. I've been in the product marketing space for like two years, although I've been working since 2015. So this is 2021, that's about six years, if my maths is right. So um, I have a background in computer engineering. So anytime I tell people, they're always odd. Um, my interest for business started in like my, I think my third or fourth year in school when Google was just new, then I was in computer engineering. So they would definitely go to come to the computer um in department first and all that. Yeah. So all these Google My Business, Google Tools, when choosing it to students, basically catch them young. And I was so interested. I used to come to Lagos then because I was in OAU. I go to the Google office, we have events, just learn and then and then. And I tried so hard for my part three to change my department to economics or something. But you know, Nigerian schools and part advisors saying you can't change and all that. So basically I just stayed okay after this computer engineering. So I started my career in 2015 after service from advertising agency. So it was good for me because I basically understood and learned how to build brands and build businesses and work. And I worked with a lot of, like the industries from FMCGs to tech to manufacturing and all that basically exposed me. So it was interesting. Now, product marketing. This, this journey started, like, let me just say two years back. So that's like 2018, 2019. And I actually was thinking of my interest or that nudge for taking products to market, combining tech and marketing was business analytics. 
But later, when I started stalking the internet, trust me, I can stalk the internet and learning and just getting, getting resources. I started seeing these foreign communities I talked about. They were the ones that encouraged me to understand that there's a place for mixing business and advertising and communications with tech, which are like two things I'm passionate about. And that's basically how my marketing journey started. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so if it wasn't um, product marketing that you were doing, what would it have been? Okay, if I wasn't involved in marketing, please don't laugh at me. This might be embarrassing or weird. <laughs> I am really passionate about um, empire, empowering women. Actually, I will come back with the African space because I feel we're still underdeveloped or we're developing. Let me say it, say it that way. And the route I'll come with, everybody always comes with training them, giving them money, sending skills, stuff like that. I will come with overpopulation, like eradicating overpopulation. African women give birth too much. I don't wow. understand why. <laughs> I think... It's with the fact that for when you're a girl, we talk about when you marry and I might want to have six children, blah, blah, blah. I've never liked that. I'm married now, thank God, and I have a son. But I think my in-laws or my parents are used to me or my friends. They can't come and tell me I have another baby or how many babies do you want? Because I don't know what do we get. <laughs> so I believe if a woman like promoting um, family planning, encouraging women to understand that your body is yours and it's your choice, really important because that is enough empowerment having a baby is wonderful nobody might tell you this but no matter what for the baby to become a year old it takes two years of your life just think about it the year for pregnancy and the year to raise the baby so that's basically two years of your life now i'm having, I'm having four children i'm having six children just multiply that and you find your fourth season what you've achieved which is really terrible so if i'm not doing anything else when I finally retired the product marketer, I'm definitely chasing that. Yeah. Okay, now to the part our listeners have been waiting for. Oh, yes. Talking about personality. Don't mind myself, and you. <laughs> okay. People in business always say that customers come first in business. Okay. But we really do not know how much. Okay. The extent to which customers are important. So can you tell us the extent to which a customer is important in business? Okay. So that quote is funny. Um, customized are important. Customers are king. Yeah, we all wrote it about that. In my opinion, I think it's a 50-50 thing. So you can't build your businesses around your customers alone. Your business has to have its own core, have its own mission and vision. And then you now look for those customers that you believe can tie into your mission and vision. Unless you just be following the wind. So if your customers want yellow today, they are following yellow. They want blue today, they are following blue. So the way they present that quote is in the way that just follow your customer that don't have a brain of yours. Mm. So no, you have your business core, your mission, your vision. And I find out of these billions of people in the world, who are that bind to this vision. That is why the luxurious brand, not everybody is their customer. If you cannot afford to buy a Benz or a Tesla, you know, you're not a customer. Tesla will not come and bend down for you. Do you get Tesla wants to make electric cars that are expensive. They have their customers. You, um, your Versace and your, um, Chanel's, they have their customers. So if they're not afford, you are aspir- aspirational. Like, I'll get a Chanel bag one day. I'll get, because Chanel has positioned themselves that way. So I feel customer is king, but those are your customers that we want to serve are king, not like everybody. Do you understand? Okay. Yeah. So you're saying, um, businesses should define. Define yeah. yourself, have your mission, your goal. What's this thing you want to come and bring to the world? Or to the market now find those customers that fit those are your customers those are your target markets oh, okay yeah. wow to understand customer behavior in any kind of business who is the best person to study the customers is it a business owner or an expert what do you mean customer behavior like when you're starting your business because to study your customer behavior or you mean customer research in general customer research in general in general okay because customer behavior is different so for example 
start a business, let's say you are selling juice. Let's, 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 make it busy, let's make it as basic as that. You start saying you've drafted your customer, your intended, you might think, your customers are people that are fat, they doing organic juice. Do you get? You surprise skinny people also coming to buy. So you cannot use that to study your customer behavior. The skinny people are coming to buy. What's their behavior? Why are they coming to buy? Don't remain slim. Just an example. The fat of why they're coming to buy, don't you join the feed gang. Do you get? So you are studying their behavior. It's different from doing your customer research. When you're doing your own customer research, I think the business owner, I don't think, I'm, I'm, I'm certain the business owner has to be involved. So you can't be a business owner, not understand your business. Whether you're hiring, we definitely not have your business best interest at heart compared to you. So yeah. if I'm in a business, I don't understand the business. You've already failed. Just, just forget about that one. Do you get? Mm-hmm. So they always say, I ask smart people. You know that you need to ask smart people because you know I mean, I don't have to do this thing. No. Do you get them can get people that will do it for me? So at least know your business. So doing customer research from the initiation of your business, the business owner has to be involved. You can, you can, um, contract it out if you're not an expert in market research and all that. But at least you know that I want to sell juice. It's organic juice in my head. I'm thinking it's for fat people. Do you get for that market research? I'll show you that no skinny people also wanted to breastfeeding women also wanted to men that are maybe want to increase their fertility wanted to do you get that's what market research gives you. So basically help you with your business plan and helps you expand and then you can now even better coin your services and products. You can have skinny juice for skinny people, fat juice for fat people, fertility juice for do you understand. So you have your business in that more section now, which is good for your more money. Do you understand? So yes. Definitely business owners being involved. Um, it is a common saying that customer is king. I'm back to this quote again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I you the opinion that a business is and should be built around the target market? Okay, so this is like the last question I answered. So I said it was a 50-50 thing. Mm. Having your core is very important, your mission, ambition. And then when you now find that target market I mentioned earlier, the ones that are the ones that understand me, that understand my business mission and vision, understand the value of what I'm bringing. Okay, just imagine this funny business I saw on Instagram. What do you, it's a foreign business. What she does is she turns breast milk into jewelry. Like I can't remember on Instagram, exactly the <laughs> same words. And she said when she first started that business, so Americans are, like I say, let me use it, it's an American business. Americans are weird. They like things like that. They see that pressure, pressure uh, moments. So you send your breast milk basically to her. She does some, f- I don't know what she does to you, but she turns it to jewelry, like necklaces, rings, and you can see your milk. In. Like, that is her own. That's what she wants to do. I don't know her story. I don't know her history. I don't know how she started doing it, but she wanted that. And she said, when she first started her business, people were saying, what well, is this? It's gossip and all that. But if you see when she's doing her orders or taking orders, like a lot of people are ordering because she found her own niche, she found her own market. Do you understand? And then she now made those customers king. If you're doing a business, you find your own customers. You don't have to make them king. That's where the problem is. Just imagine if she just said, I'm out for everybody. She didn't say, what well, those people that take distant pressures or take my business seriously. Obviously, you get discovered. Your business is filled. You think you don't. So that thing is very, very important. Not just coming out and saying you're for everybody. Do you understand? Find who you are for and make them king. Basically. Okay, so yeah. it's not as if the quote is exactly wrong. It's not wrong, but it's how we digest it as exactly. Um, you talked about building your business. You should establish the kind of business you want to be. Yeah. What about, um, aside thinking about your customers, what about regulations and policies? What about um, the interest of your target market changing, funding and sustainability? Very important. So that when Nigeria, <laughs> so that policy regulation part yes. is like the wind. In short, <laughs> don't have like a plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, possible to a plan Z. For anything, anything that happens, we're about to have another election, another 
set of government about to take power and all that. You don't know what will happen. Can you remember Gokada when they first came yes. and all that? They were the rave. Everybody wanted to work at Gokada. And just one announcement. Just and the way they enforce laws in Nigeria, in in UK, or other continent or countries, they give you a month, three months, two months, or sometimes a year. In Nigeria, once they done the announcement, like it's immediate. immediately. I don't understand. Effective and then if you didn't have a plan B, plan C, something to sustain yourself and all that, too. sorry, it's done. You get, you are off. You get. So obviously, take that very important. Yes, you're sending. And those customers that you thought were your king, where they can <laughs> flip at you and you get. So exactly, this is very, very important. Then you also mentioned, was it funding and investment you said? Yes, funding and sustainability. Okay, so funding and sustainability. Okay, so, um, Investment fund is very important, but you don't have to tie that to your business completely. Do you get? Mm-hmm. I always advise that if you're looking for funding and investment, you start from within, how much you can raise yourself, family and all that, before you go for corporate funding or corporate investment, because you are definitely giving part of your businesses out. And it's funny if you dine with people that are not in the same line with you, of course, they'll misdirect you and all that. So yeah, those are very, very important decisions to make. As a small business owner trying to grow my business, what should be at the top of my mind, my priority? Okay, so you've defined your business, you know what you want to solve, top, top of your mind, and then your customers. After you find your customers, look for how your customers want you to solve this thing. So that other lady I talked about that does um, jewelry out of, um, out of breast milk, definitely she has done her research, she has seen that this is how my market wants to be saved, and then she tied that. So you know in your business, the people you want to save, and then how those people want you to solve their problem very good, just find market fits, you get, so that's the top of thing you have to keep top of, on top of mind. Is it possible to expand a target market as business grows? Or, and if it is possible, when is the best time? Okay, yes, definitely. Every business, Google, Facebook, when a small person by the street, you see her selling sweets, like she's selling chewing gum, and she upgrades like that. So it's definitely possible to expand your target market as your business grows. And I think it's left to you. So basically, you have to set milestones. Some people, is after they made the first million, they have they made their profit back or they made their capital back, sorry. They put it back and want to expand their business. So it's left for you to decide the key milestones that let you expand. So expanding your business, expanding your target market doesn't mean you necessarily have to expand your business. So if you're saving pregnant women, you can still be saving the same pregnant women, but give them baby food and baby clothes. So you've expanded your business without expanding your target market. So you can either expand your target market and expand your business or do one or the other or do both. So, yeah. so what is the first way to judge the success of my business? Is it customer loyalty, new customers, awareness? What is the best way? Okay. I, do, I like money also. Let me, let me start with money. I think your finances, every business is out there to be profitable. So your finances is what should decide that your business is doing well. So don't forget about loyal customers. Customers will turn on you like the second they get in you, a better person that's cheaper or offers a better value than you. So I think your finances should decide, as far as I'm concerned, how your business, how your business is doing. Yeah. Can this customer approach narrative help my business? Okay. If yes, is there one you can tell us about? Okay, yes. This customer narrative, a customer approach to building a business or growing a business is very, very good. In short, it's a new way. Before they would say there's B2B marketing, there's B2C marketing. I think generally now it's H2H marketing. So it's human to human marketing. The customer centric approach of marketing of, of, of building a business is basically making your customers believe they're part of the business. Some businesses that something will affect and people start crying as if it's their own business because they've told you this story, they've made you part of it. You hear them appreciating their customers, what do you want to hear from us, what do you need from us. This is because of they romance you so much that even in terms of that business, in short, you can have a get into a fight with someone for the business 
and the business does not even know. If your business has won the heart of your customers, your kings, to that point, then uh-uh, haba, you've done a good job. Understand? So definitely it works. So I think we should all forget about B2B, B2C, and get on board the H2H approach to growing a business, marketing, communication, all that. Yeah. Are there any books you've read recently that have impacted you or your career that you would that you know would be of help to business owners. Okay, so I'll pick a book that is in line with what we've been discussing as regards um, telling stories and bringing your customers on board your business. It's called um, Made to Stick, Why Some Ideas Survive and Others Die by Chap and Dan It. It's a very interesting book because it basically sells this customer storytelling, customer-centric approach from stories and brands that have survived and have done it and have tested it and it worked. So yeah, that's a book I'll definitely recommend. Okay. Made to stick. I'm afraid that is all we have the time to take today. Thank you so much for chatting with us today, Temitakwe. It was a pleasure having you here. Same here. Had a nice time. To everyone listening, thank you for staying tuned to Yard Business Podcast. Remember, you can also tune into the Yard Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, SoundCloud, if you want to get involved, you can reach out to us via sending an email to connect at businessgrowthyard.com. Bye for now and don't forget to share and invite someone to the yard.